Who Talks First? You talk first? I talk Hello, first. everyone, and welcome to another episode of Who Talks First. I'm one of your hosts. I'm CT. I'm Solo. I'm your other host. And today, we're going to be talking about parental love themes in Star Wars. But before we get into that, we're going to talk about some of the other cool Star Warsy things that came out this week, because mostly I want to talk about Kylo Ren. <laughs> Who would have guessed? I know, it's a huge shock to everybody. I know he barely comes up on the podcast but I don't I think figured, we've ever talked about him before. You know what? This might be the first time. You know, there's a first time for everything. Exactly. So, uh, the, I'm going to put a mild, super, th- like the mildest spoiler warning you possibly can yeah. on, on this because these photos were technically leaked, but they're not set photos. I'm pretty sure, I'm not sure if we know exactly where these photos came from, but I think these photos were, were basically intended for... Battlefront promotional is what I say. Yeah. The, like, Battlefront, and I think they were intended for uh, just promotional images in general. Yeah. Uh, Box art, stuff like that. Yeah, I think... So I don't think there's anything really to, to say from them besides that they're interesting. Um, the most interesting one, though, before we talk about Kylo, was Snoke. Yeah. Was that we have, like, a full render of Snoke. Yeah. Which... Again, I can't even tell. I, I think it's CG, but we've also heard that Snoke's a puppet in some regards. Yeah, it's so, interesting. So, the long story short, Snoke's a people. Yeah, it's surprising. Yeah, because we were we were told before that he was, like, humanoid, but not quite human. Mm-hmm. But he's starting to really look human, just heavily disfigured. Yeah, he just kind of looks like a melted people. Which, Palpatine also looked like a melted people, but... And he was even less humanoid mm-hmm. than Snoke, in my opinion, because he he was like a gray colored. Yeah. So I all both of us were expecting Snoke to be also gray. So mm-hmm. it's really interesting to see that he has like really human eyes, and, and then he's got like peach skin. Mm-hmm. So especially given like Palpatine even had like the Sith eyes, and I who knows it could be some really meta thing that we'll talk about once like. The Last Jedi comes out that yeah. you're like, oh, Snoke looks more like a person than Palpatine. Yeah. But who knows? But even like when the Lego leaked, uh, the Pel- uh, not the Palpatine, the Snoke Lego just had p- blue circle eyes. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, maybe he'll have like crazy eyes. Maybe he'll just have like these like blue abyss eyes. But no, he's just got blue human eyes. It's it's really jarring. And at first, like, at first I thought I'd really hate it, but it's kind of growing on me. We'll see how, yeah. uh, it, it comes across. It kind of comes across, like, the first time you see Kylo, and you're like, he's not a monster at all, he doesn't look like a villain, and you're like, oh, that's the point. <laughs> that, oh, oh god. And you're like, oh, maybe that was the point the whole time. So maybe we're, we're seeing more gray areas with Snoke at all, or, it's, it's gonna be interesting, that's for sure. Um, we saw two images of Rey. Mm-hmm. Two images of Luke. One image of Finn, and then a whole bunch of Kylo. <laughs> Rey looks great. Yeah. Uh, there's not much to say about her images. They're just pretty much standard promotional images of her in a cool stance. Mm-hmm. Uh, Luke's were a little more interesting. We're, we're seeing him in an outfit we haven't seen in hip, um, him wear before, or at least not s- super high def of this definition. We've seen him in this outfit in the behind the scenes stuff, but it was far enough away that we couldn't really make it out. Yeah, you couldn't really tell what it was any other images. And he, he's got, like, this Palpatine vibe going on in one of them with, like, the hood. Uh-huh. It's... 
this cape billowing out and yeah. like, ooh, this is ominous looking. Yeah, we can't break too much down for it because I don't think these have much to do with the characters more than just, hey, these are things that are going on boxes. Yeah, and also especially given the, the pictures that leaked of Kylo, it was kind of just like, well, these got leaked. They weren't maybe intended for anyone. It kind of looked like they were just goofing off at this photo shoot. So, <laughs> yeah, I think these are like the ones that... They look. They don't even really look that edited. Mm-mm. So I think these are kind of just like straight off the camera kind of photos or ones that didn't. Like a lot of them didn't anything. even have like the proper white balance, like in Kylo's. I yeah. was like, oh, huh? yeah. They looked like test photos. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. And Finn looks great. He has kind of like a Han stance going on. He is, his outfit is very reminiscent of Han's now, which is cute, cute but sad at the same mm-hmm. time. Um, but let's talk about Kylo's. Great photos. His ridiculous photos. What a ridiculous man. I'm part of the team of the bigger loser that <laughs> Kylo looks like. That was the sentence. The better. Good. The more he looks like a loser, the better. Right. So. The less he looks like an ominous villain, the better. Mm-hmm. Because he's just like, hey, I'm here. I'm awkward. Hi. Every Not one of them did he look even sort of like angry. He's no, sad in he all of them. sad or just awkward. Or just that one lean shot that I posted everywhere. And this was before I knew these photos were really leaked. Uh-huh. So I kind of felt bad, but I just didn't have the heart to delete that one. Mm-hmm. Like, no, this, this doesn't give away anything. And it's just, if you guys haven't seen the photos, they're everywhere now, but just uh, Kylo Ren in the middle of what can only be called a lunge. Yeah, he's in this huge lunge, but like he's, the way he's leaning... Is the weirdest pose. And then his head is tilted towards the camera. He's like, hey guys. And you just wonder if they were telling him to pose like that because of certain ways they had visualized box art. Uh-huh. So they're like, alright, we want you kind of leaning to the side so you could like come off like promotional images like this. And he was like, Hel- like Hello? this? Is this what you want? And they were like, no. <laughs> he was like, what? You told me to like get down to, in a low lean. <laughs> It's such a, I love, and there's like another shot with him in the fan. And there's one with his like little, like like, tunic, tunic flap flap in the air, which doesn't look very dramatic because it's such a short little tunic flap. It just looks like a giant nose. It looks like a silhouette of like his cartoon nose is like on his tunic. And you're like, what's happening here? It's so, it's so entertaining. I kind of adore it. But at the same time. I mean, that's why I think a lot of these photos were never really supposed to see the light of day. No. <laughs> They're just really entertaining. And you know what? The more photos of Kylo I get to see looking like a doofus, the better. Yep. Because. He's like, hello. <laughs> There's this one. Is this like, what you want? No, uh, it's not what we want. Why are you so awkward? There's like, Tumblr post that I laughed really hard at. <laughs> it's like Kylo with like the fan doing that one pose and the one doing, like, the weird lean, and then it's, like, Carrie Fisher, but she's, like, taking a picture, and she's like, you're doing a good job, baby! (laughs) (laughs) You're doing so good! You look so good! He's like, Mom, stop! You're embarrassing me! I I like the that people are saying that he's, like, being weighted down by the dark side. (laughs) Why he's leaning, that he's hiding the porgs. It's porg man. Yep. All I want. Um, moving forward, uh, Little San Diego Comic Con wrap up. Um, not again. The the presence at San Diego was really small. Mostly just toys. Mostly toys. 
that's because D23 was the weekend before, also in California, so not much, much happening there. No, uh, not at all. We did receive the Luke and Ray dolls, the, mm. the Black Series figures, and I, I wanted to see this in person because we talked about this on last week's podcast, that Ray had a scrape on her arm that Hasbro seemed to have paint over. And that scrape is definitely on the model. So I pulled the Ray version out of the box, and it's not red, but mm. it's just there. Ah. So it's definitely built into the mold. So it is like they painted over it. Yeah, it's it's really interesting. So, I mean, I think we can assume Ray gets some sort of cut on her arm that... Wow. Spoilers. Uh, so She's it is really interesting in that battle. in the one version it was red, and then they're like, oh no... So I think probably they have a version that's going to come out to the public later. Yeah, I think that's where what her, her injuries will be. be yeah, yeah, will be a little more prominent. But they use the same sculpt, so which was pretty shitty of them to do. Yeah, because if you're going to make this an exclusive, yeah. But this one's not injured version, and yeah. I'm sure Luke will get like his other more dark outfit mm-hmm. in his singular. Um. But, yeah, uh, I think we talked about this last week, but I'm going to talk about it again because uh, Forces of Destiny dolls are finally making their appearance in stores. Padme was announced. Yay! And she looks great. Everyone's been wanting Padme for a long time. Yep. So... I'm going to get Patty for sure. I I mean, I'm surprised they didn't announce more than one Padme because I want her in, like, a million outfits. I, I hope that, like, the... The good, like, reception everyone gave Padme means that they'll make more outfits of Padme. Mm-hmm. And of, of the confirmed character list that I saw, the only one we haven't seen yet is Kylo, which I still hope Kylo's still a confirmed character because I want him so badly as one of these dolls. Yeah, absolutely. But uh, at least we got Padme, and then but we've seen Luke and Chewbacca and everybody else that was basically on the confirmed list. Even uh-huh. Padme wasn't on that confirmed list right away. Right. But now she is. And Hera is also rumored, so... I, I want Hera so bad. Fingers flipping crossed. And I'm sure they'll make one of... Uh, oh, one, Sabine's friend? Yeah, Sabine's friend, who's Katya. That's not her name. That's okay. I can't remember. I'm sorry, Sabine's she, friend. She only shows up in, like, she's two only, episodes. Yeah, I think she's really only in one. She, I'll give her two just in case I'm forgetting one, mm-hmm. but it was... A long time. I hope she comes back again. Me too. <laughs> I mean, she probably probably in this she probably will. Yeah. yeah. Um, and uh, really, last thing on the news list is that Inferno Squadron, the book before v- Battlefront Two came out. Yep. I'm not. I saw it on Audible. Yeah, I'm like I'm not gonna rush to go read it. Um, I'm pretty behind on a lot of other stuff that has to deal with more subjects that I'm interested in. Is Inferno Squadron, it sounds like it's going to be uh, on the side of the Empire. Is it? Do you know? Yeah, it's going to be about uh, the, those characters. So. That's what I figured. I don't care. I'm not like totally sure of the complete the setup, but uh, I, who knows? I may That's read something it one I'll let day, you but it's, yeah, <laughs> it's not going to be on my list anytime soon. So I want to wait for Phasma and Leia. Yes. Oh my god, that Leia I know. That Leia book. Yeah, I'm like, I'm really excited for Leia, and then I'm really excited for Phasma. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that seems, it's it's a slow news week, so we're gonna go into some... As we quickly approach Star Wars, I feel like, 
either it will continue to be slow or unfortunately big spoilers will pop out. That, I yeah, really don't want that. I know. And I know I just have a feeling it's coming like any day now. Where that the entire movie's gonna get leaked online. Basically, and I can't stay away from it. And I don't want to be spoiled for the whole thing, but I also can't avoid the internet for months. Four months. Yeah. And I'm definitely, like, don't worry, I'm taking my precautions in December. Like, December, Ugh. December 1st, I'm off. Yeah. I am off everything. Yeah. Because if I made it that far, no, no one's ruining the last two weeks for me. Yeah, absolutely. But, so sorry, there's not going to be a podcast in those, la- in those two weeks. We'll maybe do, like, one big final theory video. Yep. And then offline for two and weeks. And then offline and we're not going to look at your comments because people will spoil it. Yeah. In but, the comments. Yeah. We'll, I know we'll, will. We will be offline. Mm-hmm. Like, I... If I made it that far, not going, not going in. The only thing I'll be going online for is to read my fanfics and not Star Wars ones because I can't trust them. Ooh. Yeah. You better download a bunch. I, I better go download a bunch. Because they'll be like... They'll, they'll, people will be uploading them and they won't tag their spoilers and then you'll be reading the fic and then you'll be like, wait a second, what? what why, why is this happening? Why is this happening in a bunch of fics? And then it turns out that's what happened in the movie. Bang. Yeah, because I, I, I'm still okay with the amount of spoilers that we have right now. Uh, I, we're just getting to the point where it's almost a little too much. Mm-hmm. I'm getting worried that we've heavily predicted what the movie's going to be. Yeah. And like... I'm, I kind of like, I'm like, like, ooh, this is what I expect the movie to be, but then if it's not it, or, or kind of like, if we were right, we're going to be like, oh, well, we were right. You know what I mean? <laughs> we were right. <laughs> Which is a great and, thing, yeah, but. Not to be like cocky, but it'll be like, oh, there wasn't, there wasn't many surprises. I, and it's I kind of nice to be surprised. That's but, how we, we kind of were with Rogue One. Yeah. We, we nailed like all of Rogue and One. I loved Rogue One, though. <laughs> but I feel like for Last Jedi... I still want to, like, I still want there to be surprises. I still <laughs> want there to be things that I was like, oh my god, I had no idea this was going to happen. Yeah. And that's exciting. So, fingers crossed for well. um, But yeah, this week's big topic in the podcast is we're going to be talking about uh, parental love in Star Wars. And I think that love is a very huge theme in Star Wars, despite what many people say. Yeah. Like, I, I don't understand where a lot of people come from where when they argue with me that Star Wars is not a love story when I'm yeah. like you just watch it from a different perspective then you watch yeah. it for the the bloop 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 and spaceships and stuff uh-huh. but at its core the these are the same people who think it's sci-fi when I'm like it's ha- it's mm. fantasy it's fa- if you had to pick one it's a fairy it's fantasy. tale yeah because I'm like the prequel trilogy at its core is kind of like the love story between Anakin and Padme. The, mm-hmm. the rise and fall of Anakin and Padme. Yeah. And Obi-Wan as Obi-Wan's sad... love. Well, like, even Obi-Wan's love for Anakin. <laughs> a, a love that, like, he's not supposed to have, but he kind of does value Anakin above a lot of the Jedi Order. And he's yeah. like, crap, I'm not, not supposed, supposed to, to do, do this, that. but you are my brother and I loved you so much mm-hmm. and I'll do anything I kind of try to save you. Yeah. And I can like, ah, it's too late! It's too late! And even, like, with the original trilogy, at the whole wrap-up is Luke's and Vader and Luke, or Vader realizing that he does care for his son mm-hmm. and redeeming himself because of that and... His love for his son doesn't allow him to, like, kill him. Mm-hmm. 
that's what happened, guys. And so it is really interesting when people get so defensive that they're like, Star Wars isn't a love story because I'm a man. Okay. Okay. Um, there's all f- forms of love yep. in uh, Star Wars, and it's all very prominent. So. Yep. But yeah, this time we're just going to focus on parental love themes. So let's start off with the OG parent, Shmi. Shmi. Shmi Skywalker. Yep. Who uh, just one day woke up and she was preggers. Preggers. She was like, oh my god. Poor, poor slave woman. Yeah, I'm a slave. How am I going to explain this? Uh, and I, I would love to read more on Shmi. Yeah, yeah, it'll never happen, I don't think. I, it, I know, I don't think it would ever happen. But, but that would so be a interesting. very interesting book, to see what Shmi had to go through while she was pregnant with Anakin and, like, Anakin's even earlier years. Yeah, like, Anakin's early years are even, like, before, like, I want, before Shmi found out she was pregnant, mm-hmm. what was going on when she was like, okay, but there's a kid here now, and I don't- I don't know how to explain this, and nobody's gonna believe me. Yep. And then, like- Young, young gun Anakin and yeah. little baby Anakin, the prodigy son, mm-hmm. who's just like, I'm good at everything. And she's like, what the fuck? What, what came out of my uterus? I don't know. Why man. does it talk in full sentences immediately? <laughs> it's, I mean, it's something really sad in Star Wars. Just, uh, I, well, I'll talk about this. I have two things that make me cry mm-hmm. in movies, and one of them for sure is parents or kids having to leave their parents right. or lose their parents in some way. So I only cry twice in all of the first seven movies. Mm-hmm. I didn't cry in when Han died because I knew it was going to happen, mm-hmm. but I cry when Anakin has to leave his mom and he turns around and goes and like runs back to her and I'm going to cry just talking uh-huh. about it because that just gets me. And then I cry at the very end of Return of the Jedi when the Force ghosts appear. And by that, we mean the Anakin. When Anakin shows up. It's all the... Everyone just left. They're gone. Mm -hmm. Guys, Anakin never looked like that other dude. Never. So as much as you don't like the prequels, he never looked like that. Sorry. So it makes more sense. It's like, oh, but... He got older. I'm like, but no, it's nice that he returned to the Force as as Anakin. As Anakin, the last time he was on the light side. That's when, it, the last time we saw but Anakin was. He, he redeemed himself, so therefore his last moments, he was on the light. Like, no, but he, then was he, corru- would- he was corrupted enough by yeah. then that he, I don't think he could, like, it's, I think it's a nicer message, or like a clearer message that he gets to return as... As Anakin as, Skywalker. As Anakin Skywalker. Yeah. As this... This young, the last time where he was good, mm-hmm. he gets to return to that point. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's a much better message mm-hmm. than him turning into some guy that he never got a chance to be. Yeah. I, you know why I agree. Mm. The Obi-Wan's probably just like, why, why did he get to be hot? Why is he hot, Anakin, and I have to remain I was in- good the whole time! <laughs> but I don't get to be hot? Why not hot me? Dear, oh, dear lord. Everyone would be much happier if it were hot me. It would be us. That would be much happier. <laughs> Everyone would flip their caskets. And I'd and be like, ah! I'm like, this is the best. A plus. A plus plus. Because I even, 
the the ending to the Lego game. <laughs> uh, Qui Gon also shows shows oh. up. He like comes up and he has the Darth Vader mask and he's like, woo, and then takes it off. He's like, just kidding, I'm Qui-Gon. I'm like, oh no, I want Qui-Gon there too. Qui-Gon can't. He could be a little light. Add just a little Qui-Gon light. Just like a little like uh, <laughs> Navi like type fairy. Yeah. Like, That's Qui-Gon. He couldn't manifest. He couldn't but he's there. there. But he was the one that like kind of taught us how to do it. Yeah, well, I mean he was. He let, it, he let us know it was sort of possible, but he got murdered before he finished his stuff. <laughs> Oopsies. So, uh, back back to good old Shmi. She, unfortunately, is the first Skywalker parent to die. Yeah. And, I mean, obviously, if you marry into the Skywalker family or if you are a Skywalker, just don't expect to become a parent and live. And I think that's why <laughs> Luke, in the long run, chose not to have children. Yeah, he was. it had nothing to do with uh, the teachings of the Jedi. He was just like, I don't want to be killed. <laughs> I'm like, all... All right, guys. I have a I have a feeling that this is not going to end well for us, but it's really interesting. It's like with Shmi, Shmi's death is really like the first thing that starts to change Anakin. Oh yeah, uh, and that's when he go goes and kills all the all the Sand People, mm. every man, woman, and child. child. I ate them. You ate them? Uh huh. No, I I hate them. You. Ate them. I turned them into a stew. Oh, Anakin. <laughs> the Padme is just like, oh God. But then afterwards, go. she's like, I love you. <laughs> I just told you I killed an entire village of people. But you did it for your mom. It's cool. Now I know that you're willing to kill anyone for the people you love. Huh? Thumbs up. Padme. Or just kill the people you love. <laughs> when Padme, or when Anakin kills all the younglings, Padme's like, oh my god, why did I see this coming? Oh my goodness. All the signs were there, and I was just blind. This literally, this basically exact same situation happened before, and I was like, let's make out. Uh, cool. Gosh. So that's... Cool, he's in so much pain. Awesome. Uh, but I, I think it's like really important... When when talking about uh, like we'll we'll go we'll skip down a little bit and talk about characters like Han and we'll talk about like the biological parents okay. first. Got it. Um, because we have uh, I mean obviously Padme mm-hmm. and Vader or Anakin. Yeah. And let's talk a little bit about how. I mean, I'm a firm believer that Padme did not die of a broken heart alone and it personally does not make sense to me george lucas could tell me to my face that is exactly what he intended and i will go no that's not true you did not intend this because it's not even shot that way Mm -mm. padme dies with hope that there's or with like not even hope she's sure there's still good in anakin she's still sure sure that there's good in anakin and she gets to see her children yeah like she just had her children. Obviously, she can be very distraught. Yes. And I think that is perfectly okay. When people criticize Padme for crying... <laughs> I, when, Whenever people criticize Padme at all in Revenge of the Sith, I... For a while, I was I was like, oh, yeah, I wish she had a bigger part and she had to do more. But now I'm like, wait, she was nine months pregnant or eight and a half months pregnant that entire movie? Yeah. No one be better expecting me to do anything when I'm in a, in a half month pregnant. And with my twins. husband with twins 
And if my husband goes crazy, I'm going to go to his best friend and be like, you, you handle this. I'm going to eat ice cream. I'm huge. I'm huge and my hormones are crazy and I'm about to pop out two living, breathing children. Uh, Obi-Wan, go handle this. Handle it, bring him back so I can wring his neck when he's back. So Padme is a lot stronger than I am. I I couldn't have done what Padme did. And so I I definitely subscribe to the theory that uh, Padme, basically Palpatine takes Padme's life to give to Vader. Vader. Mm -hmm. And the way that's even shot, one, Palpatine knows Anakin, not Anakin, uh, Palpatine knows that Padme has died. Mm -hmm. Uh... Which, how would he know Which that? Which he wouldn't really know at the time. And Padme's last breath it corresponds with Vader's, Vader's first. first breath. Yeah, they happen simultaneously. Well, they don't happen simultaneously. Don't you see Padme take her last and then you see Vader take his first? Yeah, there's like a little, mm-hmm. like, three three seconds between them. But, like, basically it goes together quite well. And then right afterward, Palpatine already knows Padme's dead. Mm-hmm. Honestly... That's what makes sense to me. And, again, Palpatine does say, like, yeah, I can totally, like, bring life everlasting because I'm a Sith. Like, I can teach you how to do it. Wink. And you're like, oh. Yeah, he's already talked about it. And he's like, I know my master was the one who knew how to do it. Uh So. Could he have been lying the whole time? Yeah. But, like, also, he could know how to do that. It makes sense to me. And it's the only thing that makes sense because... As we're talking about parental love here, yes, like, postpartum depression is a thing, but the chances of a person, like, a woman seeing their two children and then being like, I got nothing left to give for, I'm just gonna give up. Are you kidding me? (laughs) Are you kidding me? And it being so sudden, and she's like, okay, their names are Luke and Leia, bye! (laughs) Peace! And, again, it, it just doesn't make sense to me with her... Her final decree being, like, there's still light in Anakin. Mm-hmm. She obviously still has hope. Mm-hmm. And if she was really hopeless and had nothing, and felt like they, she had nothing to live for... Why would she have said that? Yeah. Why would she have said that? Why would she even have bothered to name her kids? Mm-hmm. If she was like, I got nothing left to live for, she would have been like, I don't care, Obi-Wan. Call him whatever the fuck you want. I'm dying. <laughs> and Obi-Wan's like, okay. <laughs> Luke. I'll name this one Anakin. And I'll name this one... Anakin. My terrible Padawan shit. There you go. They're both named Anakin. This one will be Anna, and this one will be Kin. Perfect. I did it. Everyone's very, very good with names. Um, and so, uh, moving forward to just general, uh, now Anakin's, uh, story of parental love, which... (laughs) Uh, like, this is what I like so much about the sequel trilogy, is I think because, I mean, we have talked about, they don't have everything planned out Mm -mm. to a T, but at least I think they know who, like, Ray's parents are. So, I think George Lucas always knew, I, I am in the minority in this, but I think it's, if you watch the first Star Wars, there's definitely small hintings that Owen and Beru know who, uh... Luke's father. Luke's father is and who he's become. I uh-huh. think that was potentially a thing George Lucas had already had, always had planned. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, Leia was not planned. <laughs> right. And, and Luke was always supposed to have a sister. It was just supposed to be someone who came in later, correct? Yes. Yeah. 
So yeah, originally there was just going to be another sister that when Luke was like, or Yoda was like, no, there is another, like, uh-huh. there was supposed to be like this other Skywalker that came out of nowhere. So I do, I, I like that they made it Leia. Yeah, me personally. too. Um, Absolutely. I mean, I love the space twins. The space twins are best twins. So the original trilogy with, with Vader's compassion that he feels at the end, we don't really get so much of a sense of that. And I know a lot of people will disagree and I mean, obviously, the message is still clear mm-hmm. um, that he sacrifices himself for his son. Mm-hmm. And after uh, poor Vader Anakin has lived an entire life as a slave and then finally realized, ha, I was still just a pawn in the end. Oh, great. And he gets the choice to free. Because it's like at this point where either Vader's going to die or Luke's going to die. Mm-hmm. Uh, Palpatine wants, and Palpatine kind of wants Vader to die because he's like, Luke's the new one. Yeah, Luke's way stronger than you. So we can, I can train it up. And Vader's like, well, we can maybe train together on the dark side. Me and Luke, we can overtake Palpatine. But at the end, he sees, like, Luke's goodness when he throws away the saber. Mm -hmm. And so it, it is a nice, like, final moment of, like... What's the, what's the, the word that I'm thinking of? I don't know. Redemption. Realization. No. Uh, well, like, love that, it, unconditional. Yeah. Like, like an unconditional kind of, yes. like, parental love that it. you get. So, Chuck's palpy over the good old... Over the ledge in, a, in one of the most epic fight <laughs> scenes I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, and even though Vader's life probably in some way... Could have been saved. Like he's like, it's okay. I'm finally free for the first time in my life. And he's like, I've realized that this all sucks. And I found you. I my son lived. Padme, great. Except for freaking Vader and tell your sister you were right. Not tell your sister I was sorry for almost killing her. Nope. Dear for Lord. torturing her. Nah. Not <laughs> sorry for it. I don't blame Vader for not wanting to live. I couldn't live with myself after the shit that he's done. Mm-hmm. And it, that's why it's it's really almost interesting how quickly... And I wonder if this maybe is going to be a thing that comes into play. Because they've sort of talked about it in the books and with, like, Luke's change. How quickly Luke accepts Vader as his father. Oh, oh my god, yeah. And, like, kind of clings to the idea. It's... Really fascinating, especially when Luke had parents for yeah. all and intents and purposes. People who loved him and raised him his entire life. Yeah. Like, Owen and Baru raised him his entire life. Mm-hmm. So, it's really intriguing. And, I mean, at this point, I guess they've been dead for, like, four years. But mm-hmm. Luke's an adult. Yeah. And how quickly he clings to this idea that Vader is his father. I'd be interested if they talk about this a little bit more. Uh, in the movies, because in Bloodline in particular, which is basically a whole, a whole book about Leia having to deal with her biological parents. Right. Uh, she, she obviously has a very hard time accepting accepting it. it. Yeah. She's like, no, my dad was Bail Organa. You, sure, that man maybe was my sperm. Yeah. but But he was not my father. And I will I not, owe him nothing. It, yeah. And I don't want his, my name to be connected to him. And how dare you? 
And while Luke is kind of like, oh, come like on. super attached to this idea that Vader returned to the light in the end. Blah. He's like, I didn't see that. And also, no. No. I don't care. And I think and I think that's also really interesting when it, uh, when it comes to her own son, obviously, which is, is probably what I mostly want to talk about. Um, we'll talk about the future, the, the future biological parents, which, well, they're current, I guess, uh-huh. Han and Leia, Yep. where they have good old Kylo Ren, a character we don't often talk about on this podcast. Never! A rare feat for us to want to bring him up, but I, I really... When people talk about what they want to happen with Kylo, and that they want him to die for Leia's sake, I feel like they don't <laughs> understand parents. Parents, or like, or I feel bad for them that they maybe like if they didn't know unconditional parental love. Mm-hmm. Which, but I think uh, a lot of people and a lot of at least good parents would do anything for their children. Yeah. Like, uh, when I was even talking to, like, my own mother after we saw The Force Awakens for the first time, and we were talking about Han's death scene, and I said something along the lines of Han basically dying, knowing he was going to die and being okay with it because he was like, well, maybe this will help my son find peace in some way. Mm -hmm. And my mom, like, flat out being, like, related to that. She's like, I would do that for you. If Mm -hmm. for some reason you told me that, Killing me mm-hmm. would be the only way you could find peace in your life. I'd be like, go ahead and do it. And I mean, I have a very lovely mother. Yeah, obviously. I <laughs> uh, no, my mom would be the same way. Yeah. I even think my dad and my dad, my dad and I have a very strained relationship. Mm-hmm. But I do feel like my dad would do the exact same. Yeah, my dad is. V- my dad is probably closer to Han than most people mm-hmm. in this world, where he's like. He's really, he's kind of, like, my estranged father, and he mm-hmm. doesn't know how to deal with his emotions, and, like, but at the end, like, he wants to be a good dad. Yeah. And I feel like he would do that in a heartbeat if I asked him to. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a, I mean, obviously, that's why I like Han's character arc so much throughout the original movies and in The Force Awakens, is because you truly get to see him become, go from this person who, better her than me, mm-hmm. to... If, if this will make you feel better. All right, go ahead and do it. I know you've been miserable your whole damn life, so... And maybe a lot of it's my fault. Yeah. So if this is how I can, like, redeem myself, and that's, let's do it. In the junior novelization, that's what I love so much about Han's death scene, is they have the, the line of, uh, like, Han's final thought being like, Han already forgave, like, Kylo for what he did, and he hoped one day Kylo could forgive him, mm. basically, for not not being there. Yeah. Obviously, I'm not excusing Kylo's murder of his father. No. It just, I'm just trying to explain, I mean, neither of us are parents, mm. but I think we have maternal instincts in well, yeah. general. And also, like, for, okay... Let's put this in a way that I think uh, other people will maybe understand more because a lot of times when you're talking about people with people, they don't, they're not able to be empathetic, Mm -hmm. but think of it as like a pet because people are able to have (laughs) unconditional love for pets all the time. Yeah. If your dog goes and bites somebody and the state is like, you have to put them down, you're going to try to do anything that you can for this animal. Mm -hmm. And people are going to be like, it's different because animals don't know. But it's that it's that same that feeling that you have deep down where you're like, yes, I know what they did was wrong, Ugh. 
but I don't want anything to happen to this this thing that I care for that I love so much. Mm -hmm. It's that it's that level, that deep level of I want to protect it. I want to do everything I can to care for this like this little life. Mm -hmm. I want to do everything that I can for it. And but for some reason, human beings, we have a harder time doing that for other people because you're like people have screwed us over so many times. Yeah, because you get so you got so hurt by people and you're Mm -hmm. also like, well, I would know not to do that. Why can't you? And it's because people aren't able to see that other people's life experiences were different different. than theirs. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, when it comes to Leia, and, like, I mean, there's obviously so many reasons why I'm so sad Leia's story is not going to be completed. And, I mean, it's more than just, uh, obviously, for these movies. I wish Carrie was with us for... Right. For a great number of reasons. For a great number of reasons. But it's it's so sad that we, we... I mean, obviously, we don't know what's in the Last Jedi, and we've had, we have just enough evidence that hopes that we'll get one scene with Kylo and Leia, and I hope there's some emotional substance there, because I I still don't think. And when people were like, "Well, Ray's gonna go kill Kylo for Leia," Leia doesn't want that. I can't think of a single mother in the world who would would want that, honestly. Yeah. Even, I mean, I mean, we watch enough crime dramas to know that even if your child is accused of something terrible, even if you might know that they did <laughs> we it. We watch SVU a lot, yes. and suddenly it's all making sense, maybe why we think so much into this. Even though you know that your child can be capable of so many things, at the end of the day, that's your child, mm-hmm. and you're going to still want to protect them, even if they did something awful. Yeah. And there's going to be a difference between, he, he killed my husband, he needs to die, or... Like he killed my husband, he needs help. Yeah. Or like or even like I know we need to stop him. Yeah. He's uncontrollable at this point, but she still needs to have like she still is going to have this like unconditional, compassionate mm-hmm. love towards her son that, that just doesn't go away. No. That's her kid that she's raised and grew in her womb. And for a long a long time in her in the bloodline book, she talks about how it's just her and her son. Uh in aftermath. Aftermath, yeah. Yeah, and she kind of... It's like, it's just me and my baby against the world, basically. Basically, because Han's off doing whatever, and I think... I think Han definitely had the mind that, like, he's better off without me. Well, of course. Yeah, I'm sure that's what he thought. He thought him... He probably thought the baby and Leia were better off without him. Mm-hmm. So he was... Like, both, I think, Han and Leia are stir-crazy stir people, mm-hmm. so if they aren't doing stuff constantly, they were kind of going insane, mm-hmm. and then after, like, so many years of, uh, in, a, in Aftermath, it's brought up that, obviously, uh, Ben and Leia have a different sort of connection, because they both have the force, the force. Yeah. and so Han was kind of already feeling a little bit out of the loop. So probably when Kylo was going through some angsty phases, and I th- I think we he was like in street gangs. I think that was talked about somewhere. <laughs> and he's like this ragtag kid that was in all these street gangs. He's probably like maybe maybe Han's like you know what that was me uh-huh. as a kid because Han was an orphan and not. I'm a sure great Han's great. like look, I don't know how to be a dad. I never had a dad, mm-hmm. and he's in the street gangs. I-, I did that. Is this my influence? Is this because of me? Maybe yeah. I should leave. Is that maybe maybe he's a better elf without my influ- influence? Uh-huh. That's yeah, words. So, in like and that's another. I just don't want 
and I don't want them to treat Ray like a replacement child because mm-hmm. that's not how uh, parents approach. Even even if we again we've mentioned every podcast, we don't think Ray's a Skywalker. But if she was... Even if she is, you still love both of your children. Mm-hmm. One can't replace the other. Because I another reason why I don't think Racist Skywalker is I think Ben is very much made to represent all... It's like the trio's kid. Mm-hmm. I think there's a reason why Luke... Why they made it a plot point that Luke raised, raised him, him mm-hmm. for a good chunk of his Absolutely. life. Because... And I think Kylo really manifests all these different things that we've seen in Han, Luke, and Leia. He represents all these different parts of all three of those children. It's really I'm like the OT3 dream. Yeah, yeah, like, oh of. my god. They all three raised the child together. Yep. It ended up a hot mess. Yup. But probably because had th- they're, despite how well our trio works together, they're all insanely different people. Yeah. And... Especially, like, the way Leia is, the way Han is, and the way Luke is mm-hmm. being raised by those three very big personality, yeah. all wanting very different things in life, and kind of even wanting the world to be different things. Mm-hmm. One of them wanting, like, a peaceful utopia, where Han's like, ah, but, you know, without smugglers, <laughs> how would I have ever had a life? You know what without I mean? And, like, smugg- like, he's a little bit more of the adventurous side mm-hmm. that... Kind of likes the, like, underground. And he's kind of, I'm not going to call him an anarchist, but he kind of is. He's like, ah, I don't give a shit about these rules. Mm, mm-hmm. Whatever. And so I think that was, pr- like, pretty rough growing up there and, and having honestly, these forces as your collective parents. I am really thankful that we've heard so much that the director and Carrie worked so closely together because as a mother, mm-hmm. I th- hope... Especially, Carrie grew up with a very strained relationship with her mother. Mm -hmm. I feel like she would stop anything too crazy from happening with Leia. I feel like if at any point in time they were like, okay, and Leia wants her son to die, she'd be like, excuse me? That's... Because we... we, uh, Sort of mild spoilers, but not really, because Oscar Isaac has talked about it publicly. The scene where Leia slaps Mm Poe... And I so hope it has something to do with Kylo, mm-hmm. of him saying something along the lines of having to mm-hmm. kill him, or he's like the top uh-huh. target, and Leia's or like, like he's a blood blood cooling monster or something. Yeah, like say, saying something, and Leia just goes bam, shut up. Uh-huh. She's like, you know what? He's really messed up. I know that's my kid. You shut up. Uh huh. Like, obviously, something needs to be done. Yeah. He's not well. But no parent is going to be like, Woohoo! Kill my kid! Woohoo! Yeah, exactly. Woohoo! Kill my kid! If she does have to come to the realization that her son probably needs to die for some reason, it's going to be a heartbreaking... She's not going to be cheering it. No. This is going to be the worst thing she's ever had to, like, decide. Uh, especially after she's already lost her husband. Yep. And who knows what's happening with Luke. Yeah. She lost everyone. She's lost her whole planet. Don't take away her son. Let her be right about something. Yeah. Because she still thinks... That there's good left There's in still him. good left in him. And I, it, that's why she's finally able to sort of see what Luke saw in Vader. Mm-hmm. And that, I think that's a big part for her character. And even at the end of Bloodline, she 
has this like really angry dark side moment and she kind of has to step back and go oh mm. i i see how someone could turn to the dark side for somebody that they love yep because i'd burn down this whole galaxy if <laughs> yeah. i thought it was the right thing to do actual canon line from princess leia organa mm-hmm. and she's pregnant with ben when she says that if that's not just fueling in his veins yep Dear Lord, uh, but let's let's talk a little bit about Luke. I mean, he is mm-hmm. he to us is not a parent, uh, nor will he ever be a biological one to me. Mm-hmm. But he was essentially one of Ben's guardians. fathers, yeah. guardians, and I think he will serve as a father to Ray, a as like an a basically an adoptive father because yeah, we, I mean, we know that they do not get along at first mm-hmm. and my current theory at this point to their like turning point is uh the one ray goes so they like won't be getting along mm-hmm. obviously there's going to be some butting heads but the turning point for them is going to be when luke not when not luke when ray goes into the water i think luke's going to be the one that eventually like saves her ah. that's that's what I think. I mean, a lot of us were hoping it would be when, like, Kylo was there, uh-huh. and Kylo would kind of, like, go show his better colors then, but I think if if Luke and Ray really don't get along to the degree that we've been led to believe, led to believe I think that would be a good moment for them, and they have been talking about, like, them growing and developing, and I think... For Ray in particular, we're going to see her go through learning to love people in a multitude of ways. Yeah. So, like, Force Awakens was... Well, one, she kind of was... She clinged to Han really quickly. Yeah, she did. After, like, two days, she was like, you're the father I've never had. And Ben's like, really? Dear Lord! You've known him for, like, two seconds, and he would be way disappointed if you got to know him So more. that's why I'm, like, I'm really interested with her... To what her relationship with Luke will be, because I think she's going to kind of expect to connect with him, too. Because so far, she's, besides with the people she doesn't want to connect with, right? with all the people that, and the resistance and stuff, she's she bonded was able to, with them really quickly. She was like, crap, and probably this feels came like a home. too attached to them. Yeah. And so, going to Luke, and him having, wanting nothing to do with her. Yeah, he's like, nah, I'm not going to train you. And she's like, what? Why not? He's like, I'm not doing it. Nope. I don't care. Don't bet your eyelashes at me. Don't give me them hair bobbles. I don't care. The porgs don't like you. I don't like you. <laughs> they just like stop on our feet until she leaves. Like go away. I I can't wait for they're the just, porgs. They're just like head button her ankles, and she's yep. like, guys, you're very soft. This doesn't hurt. And they're like, ah. <laughs> I hope they make old man noises. <laughs> That's you heard it here first. Porgs <laughs> noises confirmed. Yeah. <laughs> Just an old man to get off my lawn. Hey! Noise. Luke does have, like, that walking stick, so just we'll slap her until she leaves. Like, I mean, he go. might. That's very Yoda. Yeah, but I, th- I think because of the hesitancy with their relationship, inevitably it might be stronger in the long run. Uh, Potentially. And hopefully that Luke will turn around. I mean, I think Luke is going to be pretty messed up in the beginning. Oh, Absolutely. Um, that guy's gotta be overrun with some sort of guilt. Yeah. Especially once he hears about Han, I'm sure. Even just 
Yeah. Because given what we saw, Luke. given what we saw in the original trilogy, when he's like, "There, my friends are in trouble. I gotta go," and he's like, and Yoda's like, "No, you can't. You're not. You're not done with your training." And he's like, "But I, I gotta be there." Mm-hmm. And so it might actually. Uh, so I'm going to put another mild spoil warning here. It might be a really interesting completion of the Yoda story. Because we do see art, we've seen concept art where the X-Wing is still is underwater on Act 2. Like, in that Luke still doesn't believe in himself and he can't get it up. Yeah. So, Lol. Ghost Yoda comes down and is like, do I have to do everything for you? God. But it actually could be like a really cool cinematic full circle moment being able to see Luke do it. Yeah, get his X-Wing after, out of the water. After... Not being able to. I hope that he can't and that R2 is like, oh my god, and starts sassing him. And Luke's like, shut up, R2. And he's like, don't make me stay on this island again for months. It was awful. Lord. Well, we don't know if R2 was, he was at the temple, so we don't know if, I don't don't think R2 ever made it to. Maybe that's why it crashed. R2 didn't guide it properly. What, that, well, I mean, Chewie and... R2 landed on Octu. Oh, yeah, no, there. Oh, I thought you were oh, yeah. about before. No, no, no. I mean, like, oh. he landed on Octu, and then he's like, because uh, R2 was also there when he was training with Yoda on Dagobah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I was thinking, like, when the temple burned down. When, oh, no. When R2 initially went to sleep. No. I'm talking about, like, he's gonna when, be like, I, I? I remember when you were a kid and this happened and I had to sit in the swamp with a crazy old man. Don't make me do it again. And then these the, stupid I porgs. I got eaten by this thing. It was crazy. You How- still can't lift a ship. Are you kidding me? Dear Lord. I, want, and that, I think that'd be a good opportunity for Yoda to do it. Like, come on, Yoda, help me out. It's like, no way. Or, Rain? no. <laughs> help me, I will not. Yourself, you must do. <laughs> Yourself, you must do. Hey, man. I guess that's Yoda speak. Yep. But You were talking about how he couldn't get it up, but you're going to make fun of me? Did you not realize? No! I mean, it was like, ooh. <laughs> Did I didn't realize? Can't get it up. Sorry. Oh, God. Rated. M. Rated T for teen. Yeah. Yeah, this is just T. You teenagers. Yeah, this is just you teenagers. No, it's fine. Uh, so, uh, so, on the similar line of uh, parents that weren't. Biological parents. Mm-hmm. Uh, how about how about one Obi Wan Kenobi? Oh my God, the most selfless man of all time. Where he's like, I'll just watch from afar. Yeah, where one. Uh, I mean, Anakin says straight to his face. It's something that I am so sorry if you are the person on Twitter who made this argument at me, and I was like, Don't you dare! <laughs> <laughs> I mean, no uh, rude feelings. That's words. Sure. Uh, you harbor no ill will. That's what I wanted but, to say. Uh, somebody was saying, I, I was making this post about how people kind of forget about all of Anakin's crimes when talking about Kylo. Yeah. And they kind of forget that Vader was redeemed after everything Anakin and Vader did. And so one person commented back to me, they're like, well, uh... Vader couldn't kill his son, and Kylo had no, no, like, problems problem killing, killing his, his father. And then I literally just responded with the quote of, Obi-Wan, you're the closest thing I've ever had to a father. Yeah. Like, don't say that, master. You're the closest, closest thing, thing I've, I've ever, ever had, had to, to a father. father. Yeah. So, 
And then he just killed him. Bam. Just killed him. I'm like, that's supposed to be a direct parallel. He tried parallel. to kill him twice. I'm like, that's a direct parallel. And if anything, I think Anakin and Obi-Wan were closer than probably... Absolutely Han they and, were. Han and Kylo. I mean, we don't have all the details, but... But I, I, I can gather that their relationship was pretty strained. And Anakin and Obi-Wan, if you watch Clone Wars, like, they are fucking best friends. And... I mean, and they've been and Obi Wan's love for Anakin, rooming together, living together since he was like eight years old. They spend they're with each other constantly. If their relationship was strained, Obi Wan wouldn't have cared for Anakin so much. Mm-hmm. If you can't see it through Anakin's eyes, because like maybe the original trilogy, uh, not the original trilogy, the movies don't do that well of painting a picture. Mm-hmm. Clone Wars does, but Obi Wan in Revenge of the Sith should tell you that these characters deeply care for each other. And then afterwards, goes and basically is like, I'll, I will protect your kid mm-hmm. with everything that I've got, because I feel like he's he's the real chosen one now, mm-hmm. and then ends up dying for Luke. Yes. So, like, I really think Obi-Wan... And that's what I, I wish Obi-Wan could be a more... a bigger presence in the sequel, tr- like, sequel films. Yeah, uh, me too. Obviously... We would love the Ray Kenobi theory, but mm-hmm. not holding my breath. Not holding our breath, but would just—he's just such a good man. And then we have uh, Bale and Beru and Owen and Breha. Mm-hmm. Oh, Owen's the only one that didn't start with a B. Yep. Gosh, Uncle Owen. O B. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you heard it here yeah. first, kids. That's what it stands for. And. I, I I love Bail Organa to an unnaturally fine amount. You do. You love I, him very much. He's such a such a good. He's also just a very good man. Mm-hmm. And and in general, just talking about Luke and Leia were in hiding, like they 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 were secrets. Mm-hmm. And they were both given families. Mm-hmm. And I guess like. Uh, they were both giving the, loving homes. Yeah, Luke wasn't given, like, the fanciest home in the world, but he had two parents who had uh, jobs. And he lived in a moisture farm, so it's not like he was, you know, going thirsty <laughs> or going hungry. Thirsty. They they mined the probably most precious resource inside the desert. Yeah. So, uh, and then Leia is the freaking princess of one of the biggest planets in and it's such their like galaxy. An, it's such an arty planet, too. Like, mm-hmm. Their main, like, concern is, does this color match with that color? Like, you, it seemed like a very, like, peaceful world. Mm-hmm. It was a very peaceful world. Well, until the Empire came around, but... Ba-boom! And so when people keep saying that Luke put Rey in hiding, and they left, and it's like, alright. How uh, dare... What? Huh. If they go that route, it won't make... A lick of sense where he's like, here, I'll give you to this man who will use you as... As a child slave. As a child slave. And you'll be starving and you'll always be hungry and you won't be loved and you'll be alone. Great. Awesome. There Bye. And then Ray will show up and be like, well, Luke. And he's like, well, I, I was raised the same way. And he's like, oh, really? You were left alone on a desert planet? He's like, oh, no. Well, I had Obi-Wan watching over me the whole time to make sure nothing bad like really happened to me. 
And I also had my uncle and aunt who raised me since I was born. So they were kind of like my parents. And I always had a roof over my head. And I had friends. And I had friends. Yeah, I had a big group of friends that uh, I hung out with. Uh, I used to have, I had hobbies. Mm-hmm. I was well enough that I could have hobbies where I, like, built things. Yeah. And, like, yeah. So, uh, yeah. And it's like, I, I was basically a slave and starving. For all the time. Look how, all... look how little I am. Look how skinny I am. Really? Really? You thought this was... Like, well, I knew that in 10 years, my nephew was going to be evil. By the way, in those 10 years, I also raised him. So... Cool. We good here? Yeah, is everything cool? Everything cool? You forgive me, right? I, All right. Cool. I think we're even, right? Yeah. Everything's fine. <laughs> I'm a good dad. <laughs> that's, but that's why I'm like... He can still be a father figure to Ray. Yes, absolutely. I still want that. Without being her biological father. Yes. Because I don't... That does not make sense to me. Biological fathers in the Star Wars canon are never what you want them to be. Hold on. Let's see. Any of them? No. Maybe one. Okay. Let's, Let's stop and think. I... Uh... Chewbacca? Not even a good dad. Well, okay, to be fair, his family was in slavery. Oh, no. So. Oh, he did bust them out. He, he, he did get them. I think Chewie's the, probably the best one. Chewie's the best dad, and also, can he really be that good of a dad because he's constantly flying around with Han Solo? Yeah, it, and even back in the sequel trilogy, he's back with Han, yeah. so. But a life debt, you know? Yeah, well. Galen Urso. Okay, Galen was a good dad. Mm-hmm. But also, but Jin, Jin didn't up, know yeah, that. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. What? Ah, come on, dads. Pull through for us here. So, um, and, like, we've talked about basically everyone. And then Qui-Gon himself is a... Oh, yeah. Like, the the OG father figure to die. Because we don't really know about Obi-Wan's family at all. That'd be interesting to hear about. We did in Legends, but no, that doesn't exist anymore. Doesn't well. exist. So, so yeah, I mean, basically the point of this podcast was just to talk about the parental love themes in Star Wars and how they're very, they are a big piece of these trilogies, but they're also very strong themes of biology and not biological parents. Yes. Uh, like, again, we have so many parental, parental figures that aren't biological, so... One, to just, like, assume that Luke needs to be Ren's father, because it's about the Skywalkers, but no, I won't, I no. won't harp on that too much. But also, just to really talk about what, what parental love is coming from, especially Leia's perspective. Yeah. And why she has so much hope for her son, why she kind of understood Vader at a certain point, and, because, I mean, Vader did horrible things to her. He did horrible things to her, and he just did horrible things in general. Mm-hmm. These are things that he actively participated in. And that, like, that's why, I just, again, I just love the blood, the ending to Bloodline so much, because it's her getting so angry for somebody she loves and not being able to do anything about it, and she has this force power, and she kind of feels this dark side, and she And she's like, if like, I could, oh. maybe I would I can blow see. Up right now. I can see how someone could do that mm-hmm. for, for the person that they they love. It's like I, and she even has the mindset like, oh, maybe he did that for, because obviously she doesn't really know right it, 
But she's like, well, maybe he died, or he became Vader for for Padme. For Padme, mm-hmm. and I mean, kind of, not in the way you're thinking, but uh, kind of. It, it started off because he wanted to protect Padme, and then yeah. she died, and then he just had nothing else to live for. So like, why not just why the not galaxy? just uh, destroy a bunch of people? Anywho, I think that uh, about wraps up today's episode. Unless you have anything else to say. Uh, Nah, not really. I think a lot of people just need to, like... I know that this is a fiction... This is a fictional story. Mm -hmm. But a lot of people also need to think about how people would act in real life when, like, dealing with these situations. When Mm -hmm. people are like, ah, well, Leia's just gonna want to kill him. You're like, no, okay, guys. Imagine that's your kid. Mm -hmm. Imagine that's your child. Imagine you are a parent. I mean, in fiction, you just kind of have to be like, okay, the moral system is not the same in fiction. Yeah, no, the moral system is completely different. The law system is completely different. Yeah. But in terms of, like, character motivations and being a parent, and when Leia in her, the first film is, is like, you can go save our son. Mm-hmm. I believe it. Like, there's light in him. I have this connection with him. And Kylo himself is like, oh, I'm in a lot of pain. I'm struggling. All the time. Dad. And I, I, I just don't think... I mean, I can say, and on this endless list of things I'll eat my socks for... Leia's not gonna go, woohoo, let's go kill my kid. Yeah, I would be very disappointed. And given how many, thankfully, given how many women are in story group now, I really hope that that won't happen. Yeah, I would really, I would. I'd be shocked. They've done nothing, because even with the synopsis of the Leia book, it talks about how Leia's kind of living when her parents are super secretive. So I think that's going to be another reason why Leia just kind of understands how this happened. Mm-hmm. And she's going to understand kind of where Kylo's coming from. And mm-hmm. she's going to understand his inner turmoil and his pain and all this stuff. And yeah. she's going to be like, maybe I should have been there more for my yeah. child. And maybe this wouldn't have happened. And I she's going like to want to try to, if she can't remedy him, but remedy, like, go talk to him and let him know that mm-hmm. she, she knows that her and Han... Probably caused this. Pro- like we, we weren't the best. We weren't what you needed. Yeah, we were what we thought, like the galaxy needed. Mm-hmm. And but we maybe we didn't were selfish think about at you. times, yeah. and we, we didn't think about what you really needed, and thought maybe Luke was the best thing for you. Because like on one last thing, Knights of Rant. That's who we are. Mm-hmm. I I'm on a different ship than most people. Not like ship ship, but. Mm-hmm. When it comes to Kylo, because a lot of people assume Kylo wanted to be, like, trained by Luke and sent away, mm-hmm. but I kind of assumed that he wanted nothing to do with it, mm-hmm. that he kind of knew, like, his force powers made him weird and different, mm-hmm. and so that being sent away to Luke was kind of like being sent away to boarding school. Yeah. So I, I don't think he wanted to go, I think his parent that was something that his parents made him do, and he wasn't like, who's that? This is great. Well, considering that we know that, we know that Kylo knew that Han thought he was weird for having force powers. Mm-hmm. And so I can absolutely see where you're coming from with that. Yeah. I mean, we'll, we'll have to see what kind of stories we get. And I hope we get some of this backstory. I know Star yeah. Wars likes to leave a lot of mystery, but. But I feel like 
at least after the movies are done, that maybe they'll delve more into it. Mm-hmm. They're not going to do it while the movies are still happening yeah. because it could be too spoilery. Yeah. Um, and it could be easily retconned if the director wanted to do something else or if things didn't go the way that they wanted to in shoots. Mm-hmm. But I think that afterwards, I would love to get like the book of young adolescent Kylo, like right before he gets sent away, and then everything that happens. I want during street that. gang Kylo. Yeah, that's what I want. Uh, anyway, guys, uh, thank you for listening to another episode of Who Talks First. I'm one of your hosts, I'm CT. And I'm Solo, your other host. Be sure to, uh, subscribe to us on whatever device that you're listening to us on. So iTunes, go leave us a star and stuff. Yep. If you hear from iTunes, good for you, because you get this podcast way earlier. Way earlier. Yeah. Go iTunes. And, uh, we will see you, uh, next time. Bye. Bye.